welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. He was born again, and right now today, Ishmael Dale Blevins is up in heaven looking down upon us because in Hebrews chapter 12 it says we're encompassed with so great a cloud of witnesses. He's up there today going, that Ricky's still down there preaching the gospel, getting people born again. People, that's the number one thing we need to do in the body of Christ is be focused on the lost. Not focused on other things, but focused on how we're going to get people into heaven. That's what God wants us to do. That's His plan. That's His perfect will. He says we're all ambassadors for Christ. We need to lead people to know the Lord Jesus Christ to get their lives changed like ours have been. It changed Him. But it's not He's not the only one, but He's a good example to use because the Holy Spirit loved him so much and he said somebody has to go tell him about jesus because if you don't he's going to go to hell that's how much god loves each and every person he loves us all the same every person on this planet inherited salvation they just haven't received it everybody has if they will receive jesus christ there they'll inherit salvation and all the other blessings that's the number one thing we can do Peter and John, they were walking down the street and this beggar says, give me alms so that I can have some money. They said, such as I have, I give unto thee. And they reached out, took his hand, and he walked. They gave him the gospel of Jesus Christ and he was completely healed. That's what we need to focus on is getting the Word to people because the Word of God will change people. Only the Word will change them. There's nothing else that will. That's why God designed it that way. In Isaiah 55, He says, My thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. When we take the Word of God and present it to people, then what happens is that Word, it changes them inside. It causes the change. It, it changes each and every one of us. Without God's Word, none of us would change. He says we're all changed from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. In 1 John 1, 9, after we are born again, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So after you are born again, you can confess your sin. Come, and then God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And it's as if you had never done anything. But then what will happen is condemnation will try to come in. And the devil will try to bring it against you. And, and uh, the father will say, I don't even know that you did anything wrong. Why are you bringing this up now? Because when you confessed it, he forgave you and cast it over into the sea of forgetfulness. I was dealing with something after I first got born again. The Lord led me into this scripture in Isaiah 43, verse 25. It says, I, even I, am he that blots out your transgressions for my own sake and will not remember your sins. 
He says, I don't even know that you did anything. Why? I don't even. And I'm going, he says, tell condemnation to leave you right now in the name of Jesus. I did that and it left. He says, I don't know you did anything. And the devil has no right to put that upon you and to put condemnation on you because there's nothing in this world between you and him. The only thing that is between anyone is between me and you, Ricky. Between you and God. Your sins between you and God. The devil has nothing to say about it because Jesus defeated him. He took the blood and sprinkled the mercy seat of heaven with it. And he said, I'll tuck away their sins. After you become born again, you're cleansed. No more. Doesn't give you a right to sin. He wants us to live a life of holiness. He wants us to live a life of righteousness and not go out here and sin every day and do everything we can do and then confess it. And then Because that's not treating God right after a while, everything he's done for us. You can't do that. But he says, if you do sin, you confess it and bring it to me and we'll, and we'll just cleanse you from all of it and never remember it again. Is that right? Let's go to 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5 and verse 17. Then we'll go to verse 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things became new. We are a new creature in Christ Jesus, a new creation. We were born again in the likeness of Jesus Christ. If you could see yourself inside and you could see Jesus, you'd look a lot like him. A lot. Because we have the nature of the Father God himself living inside of us. Our nature changed. That's the reason in the Old Testament, they would take a priest and he had to go in and make atonement and they'd tie a rope to his foot and put bells on his uh, garments because if the bells ever quit ringing, if he went into the Holy of Holies to make atonement to sprinkle the altar with blood, then what would happen is if uh, bells ever quit, they'd have to take a rope and pull him out because if anybody ever went in there that was sin in the Holy of Holies, they would instantly die. But Jesus Christ entered into the Holy of Holies once and for all to make atonement for our sins once and for all. Amen? So we don't have to, we don't have to think about that anymore because we're new creatures. We're born again in the likeness of God and have God's nature. For verse 21 says, He made him sin who knew no sin to be for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We are the righteousness of God in Him. Everything we have and everything we're going to be is in Him. Jesus said in John chapter 8, No one can come to the Father except through me. I'm sorry, John chapter 14. No one can come to the Father except through me. You can't earn it yourself. You can't pay for it yourself. You have to come through Him because Jesus paid the price. And not only that, he paid the price so we could receive all the blessings of God. Number two, one thing that he gave us was authority. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 and we'll start in verse 1. And you he made alive who are dead in trespasses and sins, and once you once walked according to the course of this world, According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, 
among whom also we all can once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as others. Verse 4, but God. Now when you see a but God, that means things changed, didn't it? Who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He said he raised us up when Jesus was raised from the dead. We were raised with him and seated with him in heaven, in heavenly places in Christ, in him. So that tells me we're a new creation we're a new creature, and we're also one with the Father. We're one with Jesus, and we're one with the Holy Spirit, because if the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and he lives inside of the Father, and he lives inside of Jesus, we have to be one. Is that right? Verse 7, That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. He's saying he wants to show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us. He wants to bless us with everything that he can bless us with because God's a good God, isn't he? No different than we want our children to have everything they can have in this life and the one, in, and the one to come. But we don't want them to go through this life and not have everything they need and, and everything that they can have to make it through and not have to struggle. But half of the body of Christ think that we're supposed to be poor, that we're supposed to be sick, and that God's putting something on you. But would you want your children to be poor? Would you want your children to be sick? Would you want them to do without? No, you wouldn't. You want them to have the best. You want them to have the most. How much more does our Heavenly Father want us to have everything that He's provided? Instead... We won't get into the Word of God and look and see what it really says, what truly is ours. Just take for granted what somebody else said instead of what the Word of God says. But the Word of God says we were seated in the heavenly places in Him. That's where we're seated. We're seated in a place of authority over... He said that Jesus was seated above every principality and power and has all might and dominion. So that means that we're seated there with him because as the body of Christ, we, he's the head, but we're the body. You can't separate the head and the body. It can't be separated. If you do, it's a headless body. We're one with him. Verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now this tells me that the things that God prepared beforehand for us, he wants us to walk in them. He wants us to walk in our salvation. He wants to walk like we're children of God. He wants us to act like we're sons. He wants us to walk like we have authority over the devil. Now, we don't have authority over other people, but we have authority over the enemy. We have authority over circumstances that come against us. We say, oh, I'm not allowing that. We have authority over poverty. We have authority 
over all the things that would try to come against us in this life because we're seated in heavenly places. Now we have to ask ourselves this. Does the word say that the devil can do that to me? No, it doesn't. He gave us health. He gave us healing. He gave us salvation. And in salvation, all these things were included. But we have to take a firm stand against the devil because he doesn't want us to have those things. And the only way to find out what God wants us to have is to get into the Word of God and study it for ourselves. But the first thing we need to do is to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us. Say, Lord, you teach me what it says. It says that the Word of God was inspired by the, and it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So he searched out the deep things of God's heart and then he inspired the prophets of God to write it down and the apostles. And he gave them wisdom and understanding in what God was saying, and he says, write this down. Then Jesus walked upon this planet, and our ultimate goal is to walk like he walked. He says, walk in. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.